It's time for another episode of Shit's Weird Bro. I am joined as always by my co-host, Kyle. My name's Kyle. Mm-hmm. And I'm Chris, and we're actually bringing you somewhat of a Christmas episode. Uh, well, the I'm movie... I'm kind of sad. We wanted to leave it for Christmas, but but we haven't done a wacky one in a while. Well, it's not so, necessarily... I guess they're all kind of wacky, but this is like especially... Yeah. Especially wa- wacky. Well, it's... Because it's, it's not rooted yeah, in any actual event yeah, or this, anything like this that. This is solely based out of, a, out of a movie, and it's a film theory. Essentially, right. it's not anything real. So we're talking about Kevin Callister, as you probably already know, which is from the Home Alone movies. That He's little the little kid. Kevin! By, yeah. Kevin! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you've ever wondered, as I have, what happened to Kevin McAllister after his double abandonment adventures. These motherfuckers. Home Alone 1 who, and 2. Who abandons their kid twice? Right. How do you forget him the first time? And what kind of person would he become as a result of such neglectful parenting? Maybe a serial killer. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Maybe. Actually, absolutely. Yeah, he's probably a serial killer. Who's to say he doesn't become an an emancipated minor at 16? Yeah. He's been abandoned twice. His whole family hates him. Yeah, Buzz. You can see dick. that in both movies. They yeah. loved him after the first movie, and then they went right back to hating. Or him what again. if he? What if he went to lo- uh, live with uh, Bird Lady? No, no, serial killer dude uh, from the first one. Oh, the, the shovel, uh, shovel, the guy. shovel slayer. Yeah, this guy. You know, there's actually another theory on him. Who he yeah. is? Also, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but that's cool. I got you. You got me, boo boo. So, a serial killer. Some people say it's two murders. Some people say it's up to four, but it's the line is in there somewhere. I think a serial killer is one person is a person that murders in multiple people. Well, that murders same fashion. No, 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 not necessarily. One person that premeditates a murder. There's a period of time in between, and they premeditate another murder. That would constitute a serial killer in my eyes. Like they're they're trying to kill people rather than it's an accident or something. And there's a psychological gratification that's the usual motive for serial killing. Okay. Uh, The FBI states that... We're giving a fucking profile right now? Yeah, the motives of serial killers can include anger, thrill-seeking, financial gain, and attention-seeking. And they get off on it. And the murders may be attempted or completed in a similar fashion. That makes sense, yeah. Right. Which is, yeah. So let's get into why Kevin McAllister is a serial killer. Throughout Home Alone and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Oh, you got to put the full title. I got to. You got to say the full title, yeah. We know Home Alone 2, the shitty one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Home Alone 2 was good, too. Home Alone 1 was much better. I don't know, man. Donald Trump made an appearance in 2. So Home Alone 1 is better. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Well, but either way, in both movies, fucking, Kevin does display yeah. anger control issues. Tim Curry was in the second one. Ooh, so that's a good one. Yeah, he does. He has violent tendencies. Right, combined and, with the uh, fetish for recording audio. Yeah. So in the in the first movie, uh, Kevin freaks out uh, when he's bullied by his brother Buzz when he teases him about uh, right. that there's no plain cheese pizza left. 
And that combined with the idea that he would have the to The whole sleep. family ate his, They ordered yeah, a cheese pizza just for, just him. for him. And the whole family yep. ate it anyway because they fucking hate him. And then, on top of that, they told him that he'd have to sleep with uh, Fuller, the fucking dweeb oh, with, with the glasses that guzzles the, the Pepsi uh, and, and pisses his the bed. The ad placement Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. The one that, the bed wetter and all of that good fun stuff. Uh, it just drew it drove him over the edge. So he like takes his anger out on Buzz and just straight up barrels right into his chest yeah. and knocks him back into and buzz is huge but he's probably got kevin by a good 80 pounds i would say yeah. more than 100 pounds like he was big compared right. to kevin you seen him now and he well he's probably ballooned way buzz out now? no i haven't seen him he's probably no, dead he's not looking good okay and then he charges them and knocks him over right and then um in the second one he comes uh he comes out and uh, he he's throwing bricks at the at well, the no, freaking. He shoves Buzz off the fucking uh, risers in the choir. He pushes him over. Oh yeah, I didn't know. I forgot right? about that. Yeah. Well, he hit him in the house, and then he pushes him over on. Yeah, and knocks a bunch of people over. Yeah. And then in two, he starts hucking bricks at the wet bandits. Well, I mean that's. You could argue that's defense, really. They chased him down the street, and he climbed up there to throw bricks down at them. I mean, yeah. that's, but, I don't know if that's anger issues. Yeah, A that's little true. over the top, maybe. But chucking bricks at somebody, that, that would definitely kill a guy if he hit him from that far. Right. Anyways, yeah. Well, he, my he, thing is... He showed violent tendencies, which is not good. So you have the cheese pizza thing, right? Happens in yeah. the first movie. Later in that movie... When he is home alone, he decides to order his own. <laughs> That's cheese. the movie name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did it. Yeah. So he orders his own cheese pizza, right? Oh. And he threatens the pizza boy with death. What? Yeah, essentially. He... Using the snippets of dialogue from the fucking, uh, that fake movie, Angels. Uh, is that a fake movie? I it's a it fake a movie, movie just for Home Alone. Really? Yeah. That's cool. But so uh, he replays that from and he records the audio mm-hmm. and then plays it for the pizza boy. And then when the pizza boy runs because he thinks he's being shot at, then Kevin gets the pizza box and then he says a lovely cheese pizza just for me. Yeah. So he learns he can get things out, out of using fear. Mm-hmm. He can he can get whatever yeah. he wants if he uses that fear. He's a master manipulator, which is I mean that was that was pretty funny. I I, I watched that part of the movie and laughed as well. Oh, well, they just and, used it again in Home Alone Two with the hotel staff. Yeah, with his uncle right. in the in, right. in the fucking uh, get out of here, you little pervert! Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna slap you silly. So it it draws par- parallels to I mean okay it. We'll just we'll keep it separated for now, but he that's a lot of serial killers document what they do. Yeah, yeah. They either have mementos, they take pictures, or they do something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of I could see at an early age that's where it began to happen, like recording and using that type of stuff to manipulate people. Plus. Uh, filming his uncle, get out of here, you little pervert type uh, he of thing. He didn't film him. He just recorded yeah. the audio. Well, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, there, it was uh, the little tape recorder. Yeah, it was thing. one of those the, yeah. the audio the recorders. The Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else? Credit card. <laughs> Credit you card. <laughs> so he, he also experiences these uh, visual and auditory hallucinations. 
So seeing the furnace in the basement as like some kind of monster, this symptom of psychosis would become important in his methodology as Jigsaw because Wait, we we just dropped that bomb because we didn't we didn't oh, we hadn't we didn't led into it. Drop that snippet that so okay. So Kevin McAllister is Jigsaw from the Saw movie. Cat's out of the bag. Yeah, and it it's not a new theory. Yeah, but we're looking into it now. So but, deal with it. Well, that that's what it is, and it's what you were talking about with uh, using video and audio to manipulate people. Right. That draws parallels with Jigsaw right. because in the Saw movies, a lot of the instructions were given by video. A lot of them uh, were manipulated by some type of recording, something like mm-hmm. that. So it's the same methodology that he learned when he was a child right. that he is now using. Well, if as- you look at the uh, the basement, Kevin's basement, right? In Saw mm-hmm. 2, there's pretty much a recreation of that basement. Yeah. Right down to yeah. the furnace monster. Ex- except for the only thing is the staircase is going in a different direction. But I mean, that's other based that- on camera angle, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, basically, what they're what uh, Kevin grew up to be Jigsaw, and it the basement instilled fear into him because he suffered those hallucinations right. seeing the furnace come to life. Right. And scaring the crap out of him, thinking mm-hmm. it was an entity. So and the attic was haunted. I don't remember he, he said that it's one. Scary up there. I don't remember that one. He doesn't like one. to go in the attic either. Ah, yeah. Which is, I forgot about that. I watch these movies way too often. Yeah, but I mean, you know, but those hallucinations also could be a a pre-existing mental illness that wasn't diagnosed when he was a child, which. They say the majority of serial killers have that same trait. They have some type of pre-existing mental illness that was never diagnosed that they just carry on life with living unhealthily. Um, Solid. But the basement in particular, the basement in particular uh, scared the crap out of Kevin because the furnace came to life and and scared him, which, I mean, at the end of the movies, he kind of overcame that. Either he, he knew... That it was fake, or he just had to do it to get the wet bandits he was out. Like, he uh, at the end of the movie, he gets over the furnace thing. Yeah, um, but to have something in your own house that instilled so much fear into you, mm-hmm. he was trying to recreate it in his death trap in Saw Two. In Saw Two, the instill the same fear into the victims that right. he was trying to because he put. They, he poisoned them, put the antidote into... Oh, that one was crazy. Yeah, into yeah. the furnace, and then they crawl into the furnace, and then it shuts, and well, they one, fucking get burned yeah, alive. One, one person. of the victims, yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing. The traps are always triggered by the victim. Yeah. Just like in Home Alone. Yes. They, there's, there's a bunch of parallels, and going with Kevin's basement as well, um, I forgot what Saw movie it was in, but... The tarred and nailed uh, staircase is. He didn't really use tarred and nailed. Oh, yeah, he did. Little, uh, he fucking, he the put sweeping fucking. Um, what do you call it? No, no, no. The the staircase in the basement. Mm-hmm. When Marv was going up the staircase in the basement. No, no, no. In Home Alone, yes. I'm yeah. talking about in the Saw movies. Oh well, no. In the Saw movies, I was getting there. It draws a parallel. In Home Alone, he has the tar and the uh, nail. 
on the staircase where he had to go up and then obviously impales his foot and falls back down. Right. Um, in the Saw movies, they had an electrified staircase where it, I think it was in Saw 2, the same staircase where they're, they, if they went up the staircase, they're getting fucking electrocuted. So that staircase scene in Home Alone could have been a precursor to um, to Saw. I think a stronger point is that there's a lot of fire with the traps. A lot of them. Right. Yeah, a lot of fire. Like uh, they did the heated doorknobs in Home Alone and the blowtorch that blows fucking Harry's head pretty (laughs) much down to the skull. So there in 2012, just to get to that point there, in 2012, there was a doctor, Dr. Ryan St. Clair of Wheel Cornell Medical College, addressed the damage, the wet bandits uh, experienced at the hands of Kevin McAllister. They would have been dead for sure. Everybody knows that. Yeah. It's a movie. It's for sure. But yeah, they would have been dead like seriously. So, uh, he believes Kevin moved from defending his house, quote unquote, into sheer malice. He describes the damage of the hot glowing doorknob. If the doorknob is glowing visibly red, it has to be heated up to 751 degrees Fahrenheit. And Harry gives it a nice, strong one to two second grip. By comparison, a one second contact with 155 degree water is enough to cause third degree burns. The temperature of the doorknob is not quite hot enough to cause Harry's hands to burst into flames, but it's not far off. Assuming Harry doesn't lose his hand completely, he will almost certainly have other serious complications, including high risk of infection and Go ahead. Is that contracture in which it's some type of medical term, which results in scar tissue, seriously limiting flexibility and movement in the hand, rendering it less than 100 percent useful. So just that he wouldn't be able to bend his fingers, basically. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to use it like Chubb's hand in Happy Gilmore. It's like. Yeah, that's not a hand. But yeah, pretty much. He he probably would have had a habit. It's a prosthesis at this point. And yeah, exactly. Um, and the blowtorch to the scalp is even worse. Uh, Harry has an interesting reaction to having lit blowtorch aimed directly at his scalp. Rather than removing himself from the danger, he keeps it on top of his skull directly in line of the fire for about seven seconds. What is likely a simple second degree skin? What? What was likely a second simple? De- uh, second. If I could struggle right now. I don't know why I couldn't. There's a lot of S's. Simple. Second degree sunburn is now full thickness burn, which is likely to cause necrosis of the skull bone. So basically, it would have burnt through all of the skin and meat on the top of his head and damaged his skull bone, his actual cranium. Mm -hmm. It would have burnt it to a point to where the the skull bone itself would begin to die. And he would require a transplant uh, of the skull bone or a plate or something like that. So in both circumstances, it gets like overkill, which which is probably signs of somebody that. So at first glance, this movie seems to be uh, a child, a child's justified defense of life and property, but it's actually. Uh, cold-blooded and repeated attempted double homicide. That's what it seems like. What you're saying. 
That's what it seems like. Okay. Well, I mean, look at look at everything. Like the paint can. The paint can that he swung oh from the God, fucking thing. Oh, my God, the paint cans. They were full. Crazy. Yeah. And the Mythbusters did a thing on it, yeah. and that would have that would have for sure killed them. It would have broken every bone in their face. For and sure. The bones would have gone in their head, and they, they would have been dead. All right, I'm going to talk about a different one. No, no, no. There's there's more. There's there's plenty of evidence that states that Kevin McAllister is Jigsaw. So okay. there's another parallel. Convince me there's a, I'm not 100% convinced. Okay. There's another parallel that... So basically the main theory is that the first... Well, both Home Alones, he discovered these techniques and... In Saw, in the Saw movies, he's learning how to perfect them and turn them into even more twisted devices of torture. Mm-hmm. So, in uh, the he fir- does say, "Have you had enough, or are you thirsty for more?" <laughs> exactly. So. so, in the first Home Alone, he uh, by the the door he puts a bunch of the glass ornaments right by the door, yeah. and he knows that Harry right, was going right. to go down in the basement window. first, and his sto- his socks and his shoes are gone because they're stuck on the tar. Yeah, His foot already hurts from being fucking impaled, so he goes back outside and tries to go through the window, and when he goes through the window, he steps on all these glass no, ornaments. No, he stomps his feet down. Yeah, like, jumps in. Yeah. Not, like, sets down gingerly. He, like, no. jumps in and bam, on both of them, and then when he tries to move, he steps on more glass and more glass. Mm-hmm. In the Saw movies, not sure what Saw movie it is. He that one of the one of his tormentation de, that, that's a torture word. devices. One of his torture devices that he has to that he makes the subjects go through is he literally has them walk on like broken glass, but more gnarly, jagged pieces like more broken like diehard type of yeah like broken bottles to where they have to walk through this and like your feet are gonna be fucked up afterwards. Yeah. So in that's just one of them. Another parallel, going back to your furnace. Um, the furnace looks like, let me see. I don't have a picture. I didn't put a picture on here. But the furnace is basically, it looks like a big old giant bear trap. If yeah. you guys, if you, those, the two people that listen to this podcast that have never <laughs> seen Home Alone. Uh, it looks, it looks like a big old giant bear trap with fire on the inside. That's paralleled to one of the Saw movies where the character's name, I believe, was Amanda has a I think it was the first saw the first saw she has a bear trap like contraption on her face that she had to get out that would have snapped shut and fucked her face up Mm -hmm. I didn't watch the first saw sorry guys Um, but it looks damn near identical to what uh, Kevin McAllister's furnace is that could be him just placing his fear into somebody else through this contraption. Right. That his fear of that furnace coming to life through his hallucination. And he's maybe gratified to seeing somebody them else as terrified as he is. Yeah. Know. Well, that makes a lot of sense, you know, something like that. And uh just going throughout the whole movie, he has like Rube Goldberg type uh contraptions through the whole house. You know, like when he freaking feathers uh Harry yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of harmless it's just funny uh but the the paint cans and uh the tool chest coming down the staircase the tool chest the uh <laughs> when uh he zip lines out and they freaking start walking across and everything like that that every everything they do has a consequence pretty much right. is the same thing in the saw movies who would soak a rope in kerosene <laughs> 
You've seen these movies way too oh, much. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Home Alone was one of my favorite movies, but I don't remember every I, line the like only, that. So I only watched Home the first Home Alone like a handful of times. I watched the second Home Alone a lot because really? I got it as a that, deal on, on at Blockbuster. It was like three dollars. Blockbuster. So that that I just dated you like a motherfucker. And I watched the shit out of it. Oh, VHS didn't date me, but Blockbuster dated me. Yeah. Excuse it did. me. It did. <laughs> well, but. Yeah. Is that all your evidence for uh let's see. Not just that, but uh well like you mentioned earlier, uh the fucking shovel I forgot his name. You know his name. The shovel slayer. The shovel slayer. The South Bend shovel slayer. South Bend shovel slayer. Everybody buzz his older cousin and Kevin, they all believe in the beginning of the movie that he's a serial killer. Yeah. And he mummifies and his uh victims with the salt that he sweeps the sidewalk with. You know way too much about this movie. <laughs> so they believe he's a serial killer. So it would be at first he's scared of him and he like runs away and does yeah. all this. But then as the movie goes on and he starts using these different contraptions on on the wet bandits, he starts to befriend this mm-hmm. serial killer. And at even one point he gives him advice to where either a he's given the advice of adult like either he's just that twisted mentally where he's like oh yeah you just got to do it give he in told to your maybe things there there was some like yeah someone you didn't treat very nice or yeah but you know he gave him yeah. like solid that, human no advice. no it wasn't like not oh it. well you know what if you put full paint cans on the string it does way more damage but what that didn't that <laughs> conversation never happened in the church that did happen in the church. Oh, yeah, that never happened. No. What you just said never happened in the church. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. When it comes, you can go through and uh, go down the list, and it checks off serial killer for sure. Like um, his manipulation skills in Home Alone 2, how he just blatantly commits credit card fraud, and he gets his way, and he convinces these full-grown adults who have seen who, oh, he I mean, tricked probably the shit seen, out of Rob Snyder and Tim Curry for sure. Both of them. Oh yeah, they thought they were all, all. Yeah, I'm get this yeah. little fucker, and then his uncle's in the shower, like doing all that. But like, he's a master manipulator. He's very charismatic, so like, he's he's real uh, lighthearted, and people. Does Jigsaw ever tip people with gum? No, but he manipulates them a lot of the time into getting into these situations, like by. Uh, Telling him that some you need to come here because of this and that you know it's not like hey I'm gonna abduct you and kill you type of thing. Right. A lot of the times he convinces them to get into these spots just by sheer That's manipulation. True. Yeah, um, not abduction. Sometimes he abducts them, but a lot of the times it's pure manipulation. He gets them into these places, which a charismatic manipulator could do very easily. True. Um, you know, and we've already said... He's sa- for sure charismatic. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. You know, he's still charismatic. Have you seen... Well, his uh, dad was like a stage performer for years Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that they're remaking uh, Home Alone? But it's going to be like a fucking... Like a Disney exclusive. You know that new streaming platform yeah. that Disney's coming out with? It's going to be just on there, so it's going to be kind of like a shitty... They did lo- that Home Alone 3 thing, and I fucking hated it. Yeah, it's going to be like a shitty low-budget one, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And Macaulay Culkin posted on either Twitter or Instagram 
he's like in his underwear with his stomach out with a piece of pizza and a laptop. He's like, if Home Alone was uh, was rebooted now, and he's just like, he looks like shit. It's hilarious. <laughs> he did it on purpose. He, like he he hammed it up for the camera. But everything that Macaulay Cul- or that uh, Kevin McAllister did in Saw, not Macaulay Culkin. He's not yeah. a real serial killer. The character that he played, everything that he did parallels something that Jigsaw has done. Most of everything. And a lot of the tormentation tormentation I'm using that's a new word. Yeah. A lot of the tormentation. Tor- a lot of the tormentation coincides with what Kevin McAllister did and what his actual childhood fears were. Well I'm gonna talk about a movie that no one watched and nobody liked. Then why that's the hell are we talking about because it? Because Kevin McAllister <sighs> is the collector. So <laughs> The collect like in the Marvel. Collector for, no, not from like, Marvel. What, the one that the has the Infinity Stone. It wanted to be a thriller. It wanted to be a slasher. I don't know. It, it wanted to be both, and it it wanted it to be a, neither. a something or other. It was really bad. But if you picture the collector as Macaulay Culkin, it becomes really funny. So this theory states that <laughs> after having to not fight, Macaulay Culkin, Kevin McAllister. We gotta specify. Oh yeah, kept, yeah. well, yeah. Eh, tomato, tomato. They're not the same person, Christopher. <laughs> they are to me. <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. <laughs> so that wasn't even for WWE. The, that was like some fucking knockoff wrestling, yeah. and that guy was so passionate about it. This theory states that after having to fight for his life with homemade traps, Kevin developed severe mental trauma that only worsened as he got older. So in the end, his psyche became so damaged that he just snapped. What for the from the right? traps? Making the traps? No, no just from fucking just abandoned from fucking, twice. Yeah, that was all what the, all the childhood trauma causes yeah. him to snap. Right. So the first one wasn't so bad, you know. Like he probably forgave him for the first one. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was an honest mistake. And then they fucking did it again in New York. And I'm like, oh shit, we forgot our kid again. And he's just like, what the fuck? Does nobody care about me? And he just fucking loses his shit and becomes jigsaw. Right. So he channels See, his whole Oh, you agree. I no, won. No, 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 I won. No, 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 no. He becomes I won. a serial killer. So channel this horif- he channels his horrifying childhood experiences into acts of brutal murder that we see in The Collector. It would certainly explain why the killer's deadly trap repertoire resembles something repertoire. that a comic book supervillain would come up with after being bitten by a radioactive copy of Home Alone. What? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what? By the way, if you haven't seen The Collector, I'll sum it up for you, okay? Spoilers ahead. Nobody gives a fuck. Spoiler alert. Matt, I'll sum it up in one. Masked serial killer murders people by booby trapping their homes while masturbating furiously. That's that's, that's summing it up. Serial killer murders people by booby trapping their homes while masturbating furiously. So he goes into their houses. <laughs> and the masturbation is crucial to the story. He if it doesn't include masturbation then all nuances are lost. Okay, so he booby traps their house and I would assume when he's booby trapping booby trapping when he's booby trapping their house, he's starting to work his way upstairs. Um and he kind of traps himself. He wouldn't trap himself, but he like stays up in the ba- in in right, the attic right. and just sits there and waits for them to. He gets he gets off on it to die one by one while right. he's so just fucking. So basically, what it is is this guy is like gonna go rob his boss, so he gets into the house when his boss is at home, only to realize that somebody much much worse was already there. What the fuck? Okay. 
So he's trying to rob his boss, and then he oh, hits so the, the, wait, wait, the guy's trying to rob. Oh, yeah. The his boss's house had been bo- booby trapped already by oh, the collector, Jesus. and the collector was in the house, and yeah, it's this whole thing. So, as you pointed out, <laughs> the Christmas ornament food uh, foot shrapnel food shrapnel. Yeah. <laughs> so he in the collector, there's a living room literally filled with bear traps. Awesome. Which is sort of a, a graduation from the broken uh, Christmas ornaments, right? Uh, just like the actual glass. The you one know. thing that doesn't change from him going to be become the collector is his <laughs> affinity for bugs and spiders. They had three of those motherfuckers. What? Collector movies. So apparently yeah, there somebody was a couple remakes. Them. Right? One was in like 59 or something. Or six, there was like a 60s one. Oh, I didn't know about and then, that. There's a couple, but anyway, in one scene in the collector, he uses. Uh, or I'm sorry, in Home Alone, I'm getting my movies mixed up already. Yeah, that's how yeah. similar they are. Oh, like Saw and Jigsaw. We I mean, see, Saw and Jigsaw. Yeah. You know, they're the same. You know, he throws the tarantula at Joe Pesci. And, um, <laughs> no, he, he hit uh, and Marv, Marv Daniel Stern. Why yeah. are you saying they're, they're these aren't the real people, oh, Chris? Hey, he throws We're talking about the characters. He throws the tarantula Harry and Marv. At Harry Marv. So in the Dude, in, in the collector, Marv, there's a scene where yes, Harry, Harry stop me fucked mid-sentence. up Marv. Oh yeah, I'll for stop, sure. For the I'll stop you mid yeah with the spider, bro, with that crowbar. Dog, yeah, <laughs> good lord, right. <laughs> but in the collector, there's a scene where the collector stops mid slaughter to help out a spider. What? Which, oh, he had an affinity for him, like right. he really, okay. which like looks like psycho behavior. But if you look at the film as a Home Alone sequel, it really ties in with the entire theory. How? Just because he threw a fucking tarantula at Marvin Harry, and because he like cares for, it, he like picks it up after. So you're saying that my, he likes the spider. You're saying that my. Oh, you're saying that's the same fucking spider. Maybe it is. Oh God. Maybe what? it is. So my theory, or maybe he just loves bugs and spiders. My theory is crazy that he that he was scared of the furnace and he's taking that furnace out in other ways on his victims. Jigsaw is, but just because he throws a spider once at Harry and Marv and he does that, it's automatically the same thing. There, it, he's. It's a sequel now. I don't know. I do you feel like son of a bitch. I do feel like um, like Kevin McAllister is a lot more charismatic than the collector. Okay. I feel like he yeah. gets off more on the psychological part of it. That's than the collector does. Uh, but either way, do yourself a favor and watch the collector. But think of it as a Home Alone sequel. That would and you can turn see, a, you that, can turn a bad movie into a Christmas. That classic. would be that would be much more fun. Your experience may vary, but <laughs> try. That would be much more fun trying to watch uh, The Collector as a sequel rather yeah. than actual, like, just, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. this movie's good. Like, like, yeah, you should watch it. I'll, I'll see what's up. You should watch Anyways, it. is that it? Oh, no, I got another one. Oh. No, I th- Are you ready for th- this? That's it for The Collector? Oh, oh yeah, that's no, it for The Collector. That's fucking weak sauce, dude. I had, like, seven different things oh, for no, Jigsaw. You saved the best for last, my friend. Jigsaw, we should have saved that for last then. I'm about to M. Night Shyamalan your ass. I love M. Night Shyamalan movies. I don't care what anybody says. Kevin McAllister was dead the whole time. Bom, bom, bom. For real, Wha- like M. Night Shyamalan, like Sixth Sense M. Night Shyamalan. Wham! Way better movie already. 
That's why would they be? They're clearly yelling at Kevin. All right, all right, all right. They're cl- Buzz yes, they clearly are. hates them. They hate everybody. Hate right. We know that everybody hates Kevin because they tell him so, like gratuitously. They're like, "Yeah, fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> and the mom, oh, I caught a nap finally. One cousin calls him a disease. His uncle calls him a little jerk. It doesn't make any sense for the entire his, his the entire extended family is that cruel to an eight year old. Well, maybe he's in a little asshole. Maybe he is a psychopathic socio uh, sociopath. I mean, those are two different things. Unless that is an eight-year-old ghost that won't leave them alone. They're just like, get out of here, you little fuck! Yeah. Get out of here, you nosy little pervert, or I'm going <laughs> to slap you silly. <laughs> That's right. But, okay, so the whole family just sees him, and then... So what when he's an apparition in the house. So what they it, have to go to Paris just to get away from his what ass. What about when he goes buys the toothpaste? And toothbrush. Hang on, hang on. I'll get to that. Okay. Kevin has an aversion for both the third floor of his house and the basement. An inversion. He's afraid of both places. But he's a ghost. Why would he be afraid? He doesn't want to go there. Because you could say that that pair of aversions represent Kevin's refusal to leave this physical world of his house and ascend or descend to the afterlife. Okay. Oh, that's okay. starting to make sense to you, that's, huh? Yeah, that's All good. right, that's, you like that, that's, huh? That's pretty good. So Kevin isn't without allies, though. In one of the film's first scenes, Kevin, his Kevin, his brother Buzz, and a cousin stare out the window and see old man Marley, These which fucking is... fucking gnats are killing me right now. He's salting the sidewalks, right? So yeah. Buzz claims that he's mummifying his victims with the salt, but in some belief systems, salt has a mystical purpose. Some believe that a circle of salt creates a sacred space or can protect what's inside it from negative energy. It doesn't, like, vampires can't get in that shit or witches, some shit like that. Right, so it's possible. I watched Hocus Pocus. It's possible that old man Marley is somehow Kevin's otherworldly protector attempting to keep demonic wet bandits out of the neighborhood. Demonic wet bandits? That sounds like a fucking porno. Because... (laughs) The wet- oh, let's just skip over that joke. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> that sounds like a porno, dude. DWB. That's it. Demonic wet bandits. The wet bandits can't Jizz possibly everywhere. be human because they apparently can't die. As you stated, they would have pretty much burst in the flame or needed a metal plate and other such injuries, right? They would have been dead a couple of times over. Right. Blowtorch to the head, falling down multiple flights of stairs, hitting the ribcage by a grown-ass man... With a, a crowbar. But Joe is Joe Pesci really grown though? Whatever. Both of them take flying paint cans to the face. The, Neither th- of them dies. Not even like a little bit. I think the <laughs> not even like a little. <laughs> not bit. even like not think, even like two cups worth. No, just fucking not, not nothing. The I think the funniest one was the zip line to me. I loved it when when yeah, he zip lines yeah. across and then they're like going and he's got the fucking fucked up hand and he's like go back go back go back, go back, go back. <laughs> they're just fucking they're just scrambling and then they wham right into the brick wall right they're they're like they're able to move move around less normally after each one of Kevin's traps but uh, only with slight limps so which you, is it's demonic it is what are you saying it's the, crazy they the, keep coming after him. No matter what. And he's just trying to kill them, but they won't die. You're saying they're like Dementors? They're like trying to like... Yes. Come here. Come here. You're they're, dead. You got to yeah, come with dead. us. you're dead. You got to come with us. But what about the cops? The cops arrested him. Well. Well. 
maybe they're angels. He, he buys toothpaste. Or maybe they're, they're also protectors. He doesn't buy the toothpaste. He steals it. A he shoplifted the toothbrush, toothbrush yeah. which may or may not be approved by the American Dental Association. I have to look into that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Kevin defies physical rules. So in one scene, he toboggans down a flight of stairs out of his house through the open front door, which is impossible because of the placement of the stairs in the door. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. In another I was one, about to say, but the he, Mythbusters did it. He lip syncs no, no, into no, no, a no. comb. The Mythbusters did it. Like they actually did it physically. They built the recreation and they fucking tobogganed out the door. A recreation, not the actual thing. <laughs> Impossible. It can't be done. Wrong. Fake. F- fake news. Wrong. Epstein. So committed suicide. Okay. Look at these other ones. He he lip syncs into a comb while a towel tied in a way that makes no sense at all around his waist. I don't remember what it was like. You were paying too far too much it, it, attention it's, it's not, to it's a young not, boy you know you, tied you, towel. You go whoop whoop and you tuck. You do the, the little roll. It was just like, like my sleeves. It was just like whamp. Like they just clipped it. They got Vel- or something. I don't you, fucking have you not get it. seen those. I don't get how it happened. Have you not seen those Velcro towels? They didn't have those in the 90s. Illinois in the 90s. Okay. At his dad's house. I don't know. Velcro wasn't a new thing, Christopher. It wasn't a new thing, but it was new for towels. <laughs> so he he's also able to outrun the Wet Bandit's van. Okay. That's yeah, he fucking ran. fake. He dropped. Well, they were just, they weren't, I don't think they were taken off. They weren't like going full clip. They were like, kind of like, uh, this looks suspicious. And he builds all these torture devices in a single fucking day. Yeah, so? What what eight-year-old uh, human... The jigsaw style. In the physical world. The jigsaw sociopath no, style. No, even jigsaw takes a while to set his traps up and then he lures victims in. See, but this was just the beginning, though. This was the beginning. He was throwing this together. He didn't have his his method out yet. He didn't have it flushed out. This was literally what gave him the itch to do what jigsaw does. He, he set then up. He's, then he's the best cleanup man I've ever he seen. He set up all this stuff, and he started getting gratification from what was happening uh, through Harry and Marv, and that just triggered something. Along with being abandoned twice, it was like, I'm gonna make people see what's wrong with them. The next morning, he goes downstairs. The house is in pristine fucking condition. It, it should have been a fucking Jackson Pollock painting of burglar blood. Just all over the goddamn walls. But no, not everywhere. Just Kevin hugs his mom. Places. And then seconds later, his family returns home, says hi to Kevin, congratulations, congratulates him. They barely and said they anything. Go, they go back to their rooms without any curiosity about what he had done, what happened. His so mom did. They like just accept the ghost boy's presence in their home Why? as some sort of source of protection rather than just being a menace. Why would his mom... Get in the back of a Penske van with John Candy and the Polka King, the Polka Kings. All right, to go all the way back to Illinois from New York. Where were they in New York? They were in Florida. The first one, they went to Florida, right? Uh, or was that the second no, one? The the first one, they went to Paris. Yeah, they went to fucking Paris. And the second one, they went to Florida. But there was a layover somewhere. Or no, they were at O'Hare. No, 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 no they weren't they at went, O'Hare. No, they went to. Um, she was trying to get a flight. Back, yeah, and then they got stuck in um, New York or some shit like that. Yeah, she. I don't know. Yeah, 
Anyways, yeah, and then she gets in, in she goes with the polka canes. Right, right, and, and the then pig drives all the way to so Chicago. So why, why would she do that for a ghost? Because ghosts she, don't need food. It's the ghost of her son, and that's her only connection with her son. And she wanted to take Kevin. The but ghost. The family was like, "Fuck that." That bitch can just go. Ooh, okay, why else would the, the aunt be like, "Oh, don't feel bad. I forgot my glasses." Why was the what? If you forgot a kid, wouldn't it be a big deal? And you would say, well, fuck my glasses. I don't know about you, but I have aunts and uncles that I don't really speak to that much. And they probably feel a certain type of way about me like that. They're probably like, I don't want to forget that little asshole. Yeah. Do your parents take them to Paris? Nope. Okay. I sure don't. All right then. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, that's probably why is because they were on the flight to Paris and they didn't want to miss their vacation to Paris. They're like on their way there and they're like, well, we're not going to get another fucking ticket. So we might as well so stay on this place. Who gives this a shit? At home alone, yeah, just eight ca- years old. Just call the cops. He'll be fine. Or you'll or turn him into a ghost. Or he's just a ghost, and it's not a big deal. He stays in the house all the time anyway. Or he's a badass sociopath that knows how to manipulate people and becomes Jigsaw. Mm, debatable. I think there's way more parallels to him becoming Jigsaw than there is anything else. I do. That is a good point about him being scared what about the, the masturbating thing of, <laughs> that's integral to it's, it is it is no integral to the collector the one that makes more sense would be the ghost rather out of the two that you gave the one that be make the most okay sense so the then ghost. okay where did the where did the mask thing come from for jigsaw the mask thing why is he wearing a mask maybe because he just doesn't want to when be seen when he was a kid he well then if he ensures the death of his victims who gives a shit if they see him well, I mean, it could just be a psychological thing where the it's not even a mask. It's a little fucking puppet. The puppet is just a representation, and it, it just scares people, kind of like how his uh, the fucking video recording of that fake movie scared the shit out of the uh, scared the shit out of the pizza it guy. It was an audio it, recording. It wasn't Jesus. an audio recording. Yes, yet. it was. No, it wasn't. Look. Watch that movie again. This is the only thing that you're wrong about so far. It was Wait, actual. Which one are you talking about? First, first. When he pretends that it's his uncle. No, no. The the or, movie. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. That's the movie. You dirty bastard. Yeah. And playing yeah. it and pausing he it. He was and using the movie. It. The he video record. Video record it. I didn't say that. The movie. The tape recorder. I said the movie. Yeah, he's playing the movie. Yeah, the movie is. Did I say video record? I must have. Yeah, you did. Misspoke. Mix whatever. Your words, mother. You know what the fuck I meant. Where he's pausing and yes. playing he he uh he got satisfaction out of scaring the shit out of that guy and it could have translated like that little clown mime fucking puppet thing is pretty freaky especially if you're in this creepy basement that's got this gnarly furnace that you have death traps and you don't know how to get out of you're talking you about this death traps this motherfucker put a car battery hooked up to the fucking utility sink in the basement at his uncle and aunt's house is being renovated. Yep. Who's to say he cleaned that up? Was that his uncle and aunt's house? Across yes. the street? Oh, my God. No, it, this is lost in New York. Oh, okay. About. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. See, you got we got to specify Come movies. Because I thought across the street where they where they flooded everything, he that was a just a random bag neighbor. of lime to the face from the second story or third Bro. story or whatever that was. See, I watched Lost in New York like once. Only thing I really remember is Bird Lady. And the fucking toy store owner. What is Burley? Was she Irish or something? I don't fucking know what she was. She was... <laughs> Kevin ni- McAllister. Ni- nice bird lady. But, uh... No, he's he's for sure Jigsaw. He's dead. Yeah. 
He's dead. So the only thing that really makes sense to he sees demons. No, he has an otherworldly see, protector that doesn't, who saves him from the demons. That in doesn't the end make of the sense. Movie. The only thing that makes sense is him being scared of the the basement and the attic because that would signify him crossing over. And the only uh, argument you could possibly have against him being dead is the second, all the, the second people, movie. everybody that interacts with him. The second movie. Yes. Yeah. And what you said something else that that uh, made a lot of sense. I fucking forgot what it was. Oh, the cleanup. The uh, it would be tough. Like the stuff inside the house, you can clean up the paint cans, you can clean up the glass, you can clean up. Dog, he not. Marv knocks over an entire shelf of fucking paint cans in the second movie. Yeah, I'm talking about the first movie here. That basement is just fucking a mess. Yeah, but you were talking about when the family comes home in the first movie, there's like yeah, nothing yeah, it's happened. pristine. Yeah. So the only thing that would be a pain in the ass to clean up would be the feathers from being tarred and feathered or mm-hmm. or sticky, what the fuck ever that was, mm-hmm. um, and feathered, and the the tar and the nail off of the the steps because that shit just doesn't go oh, away. Yeah, no. That would have been ridiculously hard to get away. Everything else would have been fairly simple to clean up. So it's not crazy. But it would have been difficult for to get every feather and all yeah. the tar and stuff, which it makes sense. And not to mention... He ripped down all the shelves in uh, Buzz's room. Did he, he did rip that. them down or like they yeah, fell down somehow? Yeah, he knocked them all over. Yeah. That's how the tarantula got out in the yep. first place. Yep. Yeah. That was it. He went in there. I used to love that movie. I haven't seen it in years, but I don't think he's dead. I think I think... The fear of that basement and the hallucinations that uh, his mental illness gave him, being scared in the uh, being scared in the basement from the furnace because he thought the furnace was actual animate being, uh, he translated that into a lot of his torture devices, and uh, obviously the recreation of his basement channeled all the fear that he had when he was a kid into the same into his victims. So I think there's way more parallels with Jigsaw. But he doesn't masturbate furiously while he... But who says he doesn't? Because only the only thing that's on the screen is that little fucking... Maybe he uses puppet. the puppet. Maybe the puppet jerks off. Maybe he's got his little hand going like <laughs> the this. Yeah, the little puppet. The fizzy boobly. And just fucking Yikes. jerking it behind the screen. And then after everybody's dead, he just shows that, that picture. Game over. Game over. <laughs> Yikes. Well, I guess, I mean, no. No, Kevin's a ghost. <laughs> Kevin's That's fucking it. jigsaw. Shitheads, I'm putting it up after, uh, I'm going to give it a couple of days so you guys can have time to digest the episode. The digest. Digest the episode. Um, once you've listened to it, go to Shit's Weird Bro One at Twitter. And I'm gonna have a poll up there. Vote on that bitch. It'll be or up for six at days. Shit's Weird Bro One on Twitter. What did I say? At Twitter? You said Shit's Weird Bro One at you know, Twitter. You know, I've had a long fucking day, Chris. And I've had a, I've had a whiskey. Just one whiskey. I've been Just babysitting the one. it. This is my third. Well, you know, long day. I'm all discombobulated. <laughs> and apparently, Christa, Christopher is. Uh, Sylvester. I've had it. Not Stallone. And but Sylvester. Kevin McCallister's uh, ghost. Jigsaw. <laughs>